Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's KFI AM 640 and you're listening to The Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let's do this thing, shall we? Neil Savedra sitting in for Tim Conway Jr., who ran off to be a family guy. He's a family man, for those that don't know. I know a lot of people see him as that kind of double uh, double guns with his new hair going out, gallivanting. Is that what the kids say? So out there no. gallivanting. They don't? They're out there gallivanting and stuff like that, but he's a family man. I think he's driving around in what that uh, 08 Toyota or whatever he's got. Top down, not because it's a convertible. <laughs> and just uh, the water in the doors. Hey, ladies. He's you like cars. He's a great dad. Yeah, he's, he's such a, a great so dad. a lot of people don't know that they think he's out there gallivanting. Yeah, or I don't know, uh, man of banting. I don't know what he's into. What do you got for the show there? Oh, it's, thanks, Bellio. Good producer, I. Uh, by the way, I wanted to answer a question. He was talking about people not coming on. He was there. Were, a lot of you probably didn't hear it. He was subtly uh, asking for people to bring in food so that it, uh, like, I don't know, it was maybe 30 seconds tops. Yeah, he briefly it, mentioned. Yeah. So he said that, right? And it might have passed people. But the reason why is because uh, they're down a lot of staff. They're down a lot of staff. Even on, I used to be like, uh, no phone interviews. It's better when people come in and connect and people do respond to us eating the food. But we've kind of backed off on some of that on the Fork Report because, you know, it, it, this is a rough time. I mean, it's dinner time. People are going to go out to eat. So that's why it is. And it's not because they don't love T bones. Right. Yeah. It's not about that. No, not at all. Lindsay Snyder of uh, In-N-Out out? fame texted me and just said, hey, you thank Timmy for those 12 references that, that people got off the freeway. It's really helped them. You they, know, uh, when Tim has mentioned In-N-Out, um, Foosh will go home and, uh, when he leaves here and stop at In-N-Out. So that does make people stop and go when you mention it. 100%. Because, right? My line, Foosh? It's In-N-Out. No, but it puts it in your head. You're like, oh, okay. that's right. That sounds really good right now. It's Defoosh. Yes. Tonight, you're going to go home and just take a bath with some candlelight. Ooh. Right? That sounds good, too. See? See? It's easy. It's not about us. It's Defoosh. It's okay, buddy. It's Defoosh. What's up? You're a chicken. I'm a chicken. Go ahead. Buck like a chicken. No, thank you. Ah. It's not working anymore. I'll get him later. It's my voice. I'll get him. Talk him into, tell us about your abduction experience. And then buck like a chicken. They started to buy a chicken. They started with a probe. It was horrible. So, <laughs> oh boy. That's coming much later tonight. You know what? It, but it does set that music now. 
goes with anything in life. Anything. Because everything is filled with lies, stupidity, and unnecessary politics. Like everything. You've got the... You had the director's strike, which took like two seconds. They're like, yeah, can we get this done? They got it done. Then you had the writer's strike. Took what, four, five months? Roughly. Roughly like that. Finally got that done. And now you got the actor's strike. Nobody knows what to do. And it's kind of weird because I drive in past them every single day. And I go, that person looks kind of familiar. But like in the, you know, guy two at the bar familiar and so I see that coming in, and so it's in my face, and then I hear that they've got issues, they being uh, the folks there at SAG-AFTRA, of which I am a member of, uh, mostly with my arm behind my back. I don't use them for anything, really. I know some people do, and God bless them for that, but I currently, at least, don't use their insurance. I've contemplated it. Might be a little better than ours here. And I thought about that. But I don't think I've ever used them. Of course, the pension. That's good. Love them for that. I'll take the pension all day long. I mean, I suppose I could have just put that and my dues into a Roth IRA or something. But I appreciate that. Still, that's nice. It's something. It's something, right? For all that stupid stuff I've done on the radio, being tased, being beat with a 15-pound fish, um almost being arrested out in the middle of MacArthur Park at 1.30 in the morning. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> close your yeah. yeah, that's one I remember. What was that all about? Can we tell that story? Yeah, let's take a break. Maybe I'll tell that story. That's kind of an interesting one. I don't know if it plays well in the modern about the homelessness or the, un, the people without roofs on their head. What do we call them? Yeah. The unhoused? Okay, well, I'll get into that when we get back. And then into SAG and what they're uh, starting to say that their folks can't do because it's it's not like crossing the picket line per se, but it's a no-no. Super serious, you got to stick around. And then dead strippers later on. What? It's a, it's a really far-fetched tease. You'll get it in a minute. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. Nalgas Friday, everybody. Oh, no. Neil Saavedra in for Tim Conway Jr. You know where that came from? The, uh, we've got a uh, talk back from a listener when Crozier was out for a few days and he came back. And this is exactly how it sounded. Yay, Crozier's back. <laughs> when I'm in a bad mood and Bellio does that, I light up. One, because Bellio's doing it, yes. Bellio makes me laugh. Bellio is a laugh machine. All right, um, I was going to tell a story. Crozier, did you remember this? Were you with the show at that time? The Damn right. Show? Okay, so... The Tim and Neil show way back when, circa 1997, 8 and 9, maybe, something like that. And I had my partner, Tim Kelly, who uh, was in an accident, a car accident, and is healing from that. He is the husband to our very own Michelle Cube Kelly. So we're wishing him good thoughts right now and good vibes. Yep. But uh, we used to do weird things, partly because, you know, why not? And 
partly because we like butt heads. And then I'd go, I'm going to go do something on the street with my phone. <laughs> I'm going to go on the street and do something. Well, a producer, Michelle, came up with the idea because some group had said, the census group had said they could not count the homeless back when you could call them homeless. And Michelle's like, that's crap because I watch Mutual of Omaha and they tag wild animals. These are humans. How could you not, like, you can talk to them. You could see, like, if they can do that with wild ass animals, how come you couldn't do that? So we thought we're going to go tag the homeless. And we would get them a medical band and a number, and then I would write information about them. So I was the one out there doing it, but we were on late at night. And some parts of L.A. back then where homeless people hung out was different. Now they hang out in the suburbs. I mean, it'd be really easy. You know, the ice cream truck comes by. Yeah, I'll have a fudge ripple. Yeah, and one of those strawberry shortcakes. Hey, don't hit that homeless guy. And then I'd walk over. Hey, I'm with the Tim and Neil show. Give me a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You with the big knife forged from energy and the sidewalk and some metal laying around. And I've seen that for real. Uh, so we thought we'd go and do that. So I went out and I think Christian, who was a screener maybe or something, uh, he was part of the crew. He would drive. I would be on my cell phone and I would get out. I didn't want him getting out. I can take care of myself, taking care of two people, probably, you know, splits, splits the difference. So I said, yeah, I'll go out by myself. We went to MacArthur Park and I was literally running around in the park at night. Very little light, by the way, back then. And it's all these little hilly areas. And then, of course, the, the body of water where they hide the evidence. And some running around and all, uh, and then all of a sudden you see that image like at night where lights, car lights are going over a hill and dale kind of thing where they go up and down and up and down. And I'm like, that can't be good at the other side of the park. And then the guy I'm talking to bolts and all these people start to bolt. And I think <laughs> that's probably a good idea for me to do the same. Yeah. So... I'm like talking into the cell phone on the air saying, uh, everybody's making a run for it. I'm making a run for it too. Uh, and I'm saying, Christian, I'm running on this side. Come pick me up over here. And he's, all this is on the air and he comes ripping around. And I think it was like a Bronco or something. It was a, maybe a, I don't know, engineering vehicle of some kind, maybe. I don't think it was any one of ours, but he's driving. I get in, I'm in the passenger seat. We go to take off. Cops come, cut us off in the front, and then cut us off in the back. The lights all come on, and the bullhorn comes out, and the PA. Passengers, let us see your hands. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm going to, okay, guys, everybody, I'm putting my phone on the dashboard. I'm going to leave it on, pot me up. I'll talk as loud as I can. They take Christian out first, the driver out. They take me out. They put up us up against the wall. The doors open on my side, and I'm kind of tilting my head, yelling into the phone. <laughs> what is it, officer? <laughs> Got to keep it on the yeah. air. So back then, we weren't totally stupid. We, I had my dog tags on, but they were underneath my clothes. So that has my LAPD press pass and my ID for the station and all that stuff. 
they put us up against the wall, you know, spread the leg. They start talking to us. And I go, my dog tags officer, I'm, I'm from KFI. My dog tags, my stuff is, it's in my shirt. You can pull it out. I'm not reaching for it. Yeah. And he reaches for it and says to a female cop, it's Saavedra from Tim and, no and uh, Neil's show. And, and he goes, are we on the air? I said, <laughs> Well, technically, yes. <laughs> I said, point it over to the uh, to the dashboard, and it's sitting the phone. I go yeah. via phone, and uh, it goes all right. And uh, they were very kind to us, very nice. He I goes, I was running the board that day. Do we, you know if there's any audio of that that exists? If if anyone has it, would be Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah so probably a on decent chance. Yeah, but probably on a medium that we don't use anymore. Yes, that's like probably true. or something yes. on the big disc. Yeah. But if anyone does, he does. But it was it was pretty nut. They were very nice, and like, man, you can't be out here. This is bad, bad news. And it was, but they were kind, and so everybody lived. Go nowhere. More stories to come, or not. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. on demand from KFI AM six forty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Halloween time. You got to love that. And I had mentioned this when we got on a tangent. I know how much you folks hate tangents as going off on a tangent on the Tim Conway Jr. show. You like it. You like it rail straight. Get that train on and just go to every stop like a normal human being. This is the stupidest thing I've ever read. You've got all these strikes that have been going on. They called it the hot summer of strikes or whatever. And there are tons of strikes going on. Some went quickly. Some went longer now in the middle of the SAG-AFTRA strike still going with the actors. And this thing came down... You got to wonder uh, who sits, sits down, pitches these things and say, oh, that's a great idea. We're heading into the end of October, which means Halloween time, which means dressing up, going out, hopefully enjoying yourself. And SAG-AFTRA, the union, comes out and warns its members that dressing up as their favorite film or television character this Halloween could break strike rules. Now, I don't it's not crossing the picket line. But what they're saying is if you want to dress like a spider, great. If you want to dress like Spider-Man, that's not okay. These are adults, like adults that are saying, no, you can't do that because that is not in the spirit of the strike. To which Melissa Gilbert, I don't know if you remember Melissa Gilbert from... Small House on the Prairie and all that good stuff. Well, she used to be the guild, the Actors Guild president. And she said that it was silly BS. She said the whole words because she's an adult and infantile. And I agree with her. 
we're at this strange time, this like junction where everything has a caution symbol on it. Comedy, ideas, opinions, fun things, not so fun things, political things, not political things. Like everything is coming together as a place like it's it's no longer culture where oh that's something they do or this is a group of people that have this culture this is a group of people that have that culture it is this massive umbrella over everything in the united states that we have to tiptoe even on the smallest of things and i know that there's a like for instance writing there's a proper way to write we have punctuation, we have sentence structure, but the basic need, the basic purpose of writing is communication. You have to communicate something. So younger folks get on social media, they abbreviate, they come up with new terms, they use emojis in different ways than they were intended. They're still communicating, whether we like it or not, right? So to me, when we look at little things like, telling actors that they can't dress as something that an actor would play. You could do a, a cartoon character, which is strange because they're vo voiced by a human. But it's that kind of stupidity that makes me pray that this massive, the whole size of America, AI ship falls out of the sky and just takes all our jobs. You're doing it wrong. You're stupid. You're stupid with the emotions and all the idiocy that you're putting into this. We're just taking over now. Because that kind of, and I like the word infantile here because it works perfectly, perfectly. That kind of minutia makes us stupid. When you're talking about people's well-being, their money, their job, and you're going to tell them don't dress up like something that an actor played because it's giving attention to the production houses. I don't get that. That's ridiculous. We're adults. You're trying to look for ways to talk as adults, to not play games and to stand up for a legitimate right to not have your likeness played with, to not have your abilities, your talent that you created. You need that to be protected. We're standing with you. We love our entertainers, I get it, but to have that come out just makes it look like a kid's game. And you can't take anything seriously anymore because someone's gonna get offended by something and now you're kind of putting the seal of approval for SAG-AFTRA on something that's absurd. You play a, play a character from an old movie, what about if it's a character prior to the strike? Uh, just it, this kind of ridiculousness is what makes it hard to support even those of us that do and understand that there are some strange things coming with tech that make it hard to get paid when you should. This happens with digital stuff, too, that they haven't figured out. All these things need to be figured out like adults at a table without silly games. I'm going to climb down off of my soapbox and sit in a chair. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. Don't forget, 
Mr. Mo Kelly coming up at 7 o'clock. We'll talk to him in just a little bit about what he's got going on for tonight's show. Uh, always a wonderful variety. Plus, games and prizes on Friday nights. So stick around and go nowhere. So I was telling you earlier, as a horrible tease, about dead strippers, and which is a really bad way to keep you listening. But I bet you some of you are still listening because of that. So that's kind of on you. That's something that you, between you, your God, and your therapist. Utah City are rallying around this pole dancing skeleton Skeleton that's a Halloween decoration. And it, the funny thing is it's, it's not, it's on that little area. It's like a stop sign or a, a city sign pole. So technically, probably not their prop property. But some people didn't like it. These folks put it up, this pole dancing skeleton Halloween display. And some people, you know, were concerned. City officials ordered the owner to take down the display, which happened to be, as I said, attached to a street sign, their property. Um, so he moved the display to his front yard where it got even bigger to the delight of some of the neighbors. So basically said, okay, I, well, I'll take it down from the street sign and then I'll just make it bigger and put it on my yard. Some residents of this Utah town, this small Utah town thought the, you know, it's in bad taste is too risque and they wanted it down. Now you can't really tell what it is. I mean, a kid would look at that it's not it's not even like the skeleton has I don't see any bras or panties or anything here. A couple of fellas sitting in chairs that are skeletons do have a couple of fake ones in their hands. I guess that's a good one. But I don't know that a kid would know what this was. It would just look like a skeleton. Adults would know. And then the guys would laugh and their wives would go, What are you laughing at? How do you know about that? So they swarmed, uh, but many of the townspeople swarmed and said, uh, no harm, no foul. It's funny. And no one's, you know, kids aren't going to understand it. And they'll walk by and only adult, adults get what it is. I've seen many of those before. I've seen like pumpkins as a, a, a bear behind, like coming out of jeans, somebody bending over or something. But they've been done kind of funny-like. You know, it's not serious to make it look like it's actually happening, but a little bit of comedy isn't going to kill anybody. You got the pumpkins that are vomiting. You ever see those? The jack-o'-lanterns where they basically remove all the guts. And it... Uh, those always make me laugh because, one, because it's creative, but two, the amount of work that it takes to make it look like that. Right. You know how many, how many cocktails you have to give a jack-o'-lantern to make it vomit? Seriously, bro. <laughs> Days. Not to mention the carving and stuff takes a while. So but, true. So I, I like when people are creative. And if this was like full on stripper scene, I guess I, I get where people would say, come on, we got kids running around. Don't be stupid. But this doesn't even. I don't know. This is like a wink and a smile type thing where nobody's really getting hurt. All right. On to what the popular costumes are, because everyone wants to know this is via Google. By the way, Google takes all of the requests for costumes. It knows what was purchased, what was looked at, 
what people uh, were buying, right? So this year, I was laughing because some of these are just like, well, isn't that every year? Uh, bunnies are big. And I don't just mean like Playboy bunnies, which have been since time immemorial. They uh, have been around. This is just a, like a bunny. This is just lazy is what it is. It looks like PJs that have a hoodie with ears. So that's number 10. Now we're going to take a, we're coming to the top of the hour. So I'll get, I'll give you number nine and beyond when we come back. How about that? All right. It is uh, Neil Saavedra in for Tim Conway Jr. tonight as we're hanging out through the remainder of his show until Mo Kelly comes on at seven, uh, chatting, having a Friday, ushering you home to your fam. So go nowhere. This is KFI and KOST HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.